Good morning, everyone. I'm uh, having Wi-Fi issues in our house this morning, so I'm speaking from my neighbor's house. Um, and I want us to look again at this theme of rest, which we've been exploring. Um, in a number of conversations recently, I've been talking to people who've been longing for a break. Um, and I've had two longer conversations with people and two guys who've been noting that in their pattern of going on holiday, that for the first few days of holiday, two or three days, they just crash. Their bodies sort of crash. And it's not until two or three days in that they begin to sort of want to do interesting things or, or become good company for the other people on holiday. Um, so what is that? There's something about when our bodies stop that they tell us that actually we've been going too hard, too fast, and we need rest. I'd like to say that I'm, I'm immune from this, um, but I've noticed this year, and actually it's really every year, the end of June is sort of my, my work here in church, and I get a, a week at the start of July where I simply crash. I, uh, we, we go up to Donegal and I come back early um, and have a house to myself um, and crash for a period of time to just get rest. So what lives are we leading that we get so busy that we so crave rest, that our bodies crave rest? And in these days, in COVID days, I think this is more intense for many of us. When you're working from home, as some of us are, can we ever actually separate the office from home life and leave the office? Um, and there was large spells where people were minding children as well as working and, and, and doing multiple jobbing um, in that scenario. So what do we need to do to live better lives, healthier lives and rest? What I wanted us to look at today is Sabbath. Sabbath. The word Sabbath comes from the Hebrew Shabbat, and Shabbat means stop. To have Sabbath, to practice Sabbath, is to stop or to cease. Simply, that's what it is. I wonder if we actually change the name and just talk about having a stop, a day of stop. Would that help us change our practice and our habit of what we do on that day to simply stop? And the first reading in Exodus, it says, on it, the Sabbath day, the stop day, you shall not do any work. Or to stop, to cease, to rest. It says, to remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. This day of stop is to be holy. That means it's to be different, it's to be set apart from all the other days of the week. Our, our pattern of life has to change on that day. There's six days of working and then there's a day of stop. That's in Exodus, but actually the Sabbath is made holy all the way back in Genesis chapter two. And it is the first thing in the scriptures that God makes holy. A day is made holy, set apart and different. That's how important it is. Now, I know in the lives that we lead in, in, in the modern world, we have these excuses that maybe I'm too busy to stop. My, the things that I'm doing are too important to stop. My job is too demanding. and I'm at a stage of life in my career or with family where I can't just stop. Or maybe the COVID, I can't just stop. My guess is in that situation, it's all the more reason and need for us. To stop. 
God stopped. God did six days of creation, his, his project at the start of this world, and then he stopped. He rested. And it says in, in Exodus 31 that God was refreshed when he rested. He was refreshed. So we need to stop. So I want you just to think what that stopping means. I want us to examine our lives, our day of stop, and see what it means. Do we still answer emails on our day off? Do we, do we find it hard to actually break? Do we think about work? Do we start to feel worried or thoughts come and start plotting um, on a Sunday evening if we're in a Monday to Friday work pattern and we start to get back in to that place? Because if we are, then we're not really stopping. We haven't ceased. We're not resting. Or maybe we're so busy in the six days or the Monday to Friday, if that's our work pattern, that the rest of life, the other parts of work, the unpaid work, the work to do with family or home or housework just piles up and that becomes loaded onto the weekend. And so we don't actually rest on those days. We're not doing our paid work, but we're still working. Or getting all the lunches ready for the week ahead for, for schools or dinners in the freezer or ironing clothes or doing things that don't actually bring us life. Maybe, maybe they do bring you life and, and fair play to you if they do. But for many of us, they don't. And so we're not actually resting. We need to rest. We need to stop. So I want to just look at these two passages. Um, there's the Ten Commandments are given in two sets, um, two twice in the start of the scriptures, in Exodus and in Deuteronomy. Um, and there's little differences in them. But the, probably the biggest difference is actually to do with the Sabbath. Uh, and the reason given for Sabbath, for stopping, for rest. So I want us to explore them now, um, just briefly. So the first is Exodus 20, that Ebi read. And it says there, For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, but he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. So in the first account in Exodus, this practice of stopping of Sabbath is rooted in creation. How God has made the world. God has made the world in this pattern of six and one. This rhythm of time and of life. And he calls us to follow him in how we observe that, in remembering that. That's our pattern for life. Our pattern for handling time and life in this world. And it's blessed. It says that the Sabbath is blessed. And I think we will be blessed if we practice this day of stopping. We enter into the blessing of that day. Now, it's interesting. It doesn't tell us quite what that blessing is of the Sabbath, but there's three blessings um, in Genesis, the creation of the world. Um, when the animal kingdom is created, God blesses it. When humanity is created, God blesses them. And then the Sabbath is blessed. And for the first two, the blessing of those comes with these words. God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. That's for animals and humanity. And I wonder if that blessing is similar for the Sabbath. That there's something about the Sabbath that bears fruit. Something about the Sabbath that, that gives life. It is good for us. It's a rhythm that when we practice and tap into this, we gain life emotional life and spiritual life. Jesus said that the Sabbath 
was made for man. We're not made for the Sabbath. We're not made as people to obey some random law that God chooses to put into his words. It's actually made for us as a gift. And that when we practice it, we are blessed. So when we come back to your day of stop and how you practice stopping, does what you do on your day of stop, does it restore you? Does it refresh you like God was refreshed in Exodus 31? Does it give you rest? Does it bring joy back into your life? Because that's what we're talking about. Sabbath gives life. And second reading um, that Ebby read is Deuteronomy 5, the second time the Ten Commandments are given. And it says this as its reason, elaboration on the Sabbath. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt and that the Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, observe the Sabbath. So the Ten Commandments are, are, are given again, but there's a different reason here, different logic for stopping. Now, why, why is that? Why does God change his description, his logic here? Well, it's a different generation. This is the generation 40 years after coming out of Egypt, uh, hoping to enter the land. And they, they don't have any firsthand experience of being in Egypt, of being slaves themselves. I'm sure it's been passed down, the stories, of course, it was their parents, but that first-hand experience is gone. And so their understanding of slavery and of freedom must be slightly dimmed. And what this passage does is it links those two things. Remember your freedom from slavery, that you were slaves and you were rescued, you're now free. Therefore, practice the Sabbath. They're linked. If we remember our freedom from slavery, then we will keep the Sabbath. Or flipping it over, if we don't keep the Sabbath, if we keep on working, then maybe we lose our freedom and we can become enslaved over again. Slaves to work. Our, our, our freedom becomes notional and we are enslaved to our jobs, to work, to busyness. Walter Brueggemann is a, a preacher and a scholar and um, the Old Testament and he uses this phrase he calls Sabbath an act of resistance that to practice Sabbath is to resist and rebel against Pharaoh and his empire and for us now it would be rebelling and resisting work busyness hurry doing materialism capitalism this world that we live in Resist and rebel through a simple practice of stopping. It's actually a hard thing to do, to stop fully and properly. So the other change you notice from Exodus to Deuteronomy is in Exodus we're told to remember the Sabbath. But Deuteronomy, it's observe it. The language has become stronger. It's more of a command. Why do we need to be commanded to practice a gift? Jesus said it's a gift for us because we can become enslaved to work, to doing, to busyness. And we need to practice the discipline of stopping. So I'm going to share a screen here now and I want you to do a little exercise with me this morning. 
I want you to think about your day. Okay, that's it there. Your Sabbath, your day of stopping. If you have a pen and paper, um, just a little list. First thing is just confirm for yourself, what is your day of stopping, your day of Sabbath? Depends on, we, we have different patterns of paid work of jobs. Um, it might be a Sunday, it might be a Monday. It might be a Saturday evening through to a Sunday evening. Um, particularly if you feel the burden of work building on a Sunday evening, then go from Saturday evening to Sunday evening. So just note what that is at the top. So the little bits of handwriting are for you to fill in on your piece of paper. And then just do two um, simple columns, one of work and one of rest. And I want you to think on your Sabbath, on your stopping, your day of stopping, what bits of work actually flow into that? And it could be your paid work, your job. So emails actually get answered on, this, on the day of stopping when they shouldn't. Or you're thinking about work. Or it could be housework, cleaning, that hasn't got done on the other six days and flows into this day of rest. And then on the, the second column, I want you to put rest at the top and just think, what are the things that give you rest? Physical, emotional, spiritual rest. And write them down. A walk, seeing friends, worship. So I just want you to take a minute and do that exercise. So I encourage you to come back to that exercise again. Um, if there's any things that would bring you rest, which you're not actually practicing or becoming part of your day of stop of Sabbath, then maybe build them in. And the things from work, paid or unpaid, that are slipping in, how do we cut them out? So maybe talk to someone else in your family about it afterwards. Um, go for a walk and pray about it and see what God is saying. Let me pray now.
Father God, I thank you that you love us, that your desire.